0: morning, Tallahassee. How are you this morning? 1130 a.m. and we're live 94.1 wave 94. Escape to heaven with servant Marcia from heaven on earth ministries of Jesus Christ. This weekend I was doing a whole lot of activity and in the midst of it all, I was, um, I was uh, impressed by what will life in heaven be like. We we say we're we're doing so much to go to heaven and we don't want to go to hell. But have we ever stopped and really considered what is heaven like? Before I get into the message or the teaching, I just this moment I was impressed by revelations and um I know in John 14, uh, when Jesus was preparing to leave, he spoke to his disciples and he said, Hey, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Because in my father's house, there are many mansions. And if it were not so, I would have told you so. He says, I'm going to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. I think that's the big promise that we're all, uh, our faith is tied in, that Jesus has gone and he's prepared a place for us. And we know that he's coming for us again and receive you unto myself that where I am, there ye may be also. Uh, he also made sure that they understood they couldn't just go with him right then at that moment. And Thomas, doubting Thomas, <laughs> said, Lord, we don't know where you're going anyway. How can we, how can we know the way? And Jesus looked at them and said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, L I F E. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. That is a very broad statement that we have all placed our faith and our hope in. We have all maintained or are trying to have relationship with Jesus and emulate the things that he did, praying, we've tried to be obedient. All of this is because we want to go to heaven. And why is there such a desire to go to heaven? What do we think is in heaven? Off the cuff, I would say God is there, Jesus is there, angels are there, my family is there, love is there, peace is there. And um, is that is that correct, or is that just something we tell ourselves? So if we go to the Bible, uh, I was particularly drawn to Revelations when John was having this vision. And, um, and he began to write down what the Lord revealed to him. One of the first things is that, uh, John said that he was in the spirit and he heard a voice saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. And he turned to see what, where did this voice come from? And he saw seven golden candlesticks. Which uh turns out to be the seven churches that are on earth or have been on earth. In the midst of them he saw one like unto the Son of Man, and um talked about how his hair, head were white like wool, as white as snow, eyes were flame of fire, feet like brass in his right hand seven stars, out of his mouth a sharp two-edged sword. Continence was as the sun. So, we know, based upon revelation, that the Son of Man is in heaven. Okay? So, when we say, I want to go to heaven, we're saying, I want to go be with Jesus, is what we're really saying. And he said, Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. So that's another thing. When we say we want to go to heaven, we're saying we want to go where eternal life is. And I have the keys of hell and death. And we want to know that wherever we're going, that place has dominion, authority over anything that's of the kingdom of darkness, including hell and death. So the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches. What else is in heaven? Well, we know that heaven is where the throne room is. We know that the throne is there. Uh, the fourth chapter, when he says he was in the spirit and behold, a throne was set in heaven. Let me pray. Father God, I ask you to release your grace, your mercy, the anointing and the strength, Lord God, to bring your word to your people so that we can all have faith, grow in faith, grow in our desire and inclination to prepare, to go back with Jesus but to live on earth as if we're in heaven. Father, I thank you for your word. Amen. So there's a throne, the throne in heaven, and um, the one that sits on it looks like, uh, and he that sat was to look upon like Jasper. And there's a rainbow. Okay. So the rainbow is in heaven. Heaven, about the throne, and like an emerald. This is in heaven. So when we get to heaven, we should expect to see the things that I'm speaking about. Four and twenty elders, and um, out of the throne there's lightning and thunder and voices and seven lambs, which are the seven spirits of God, and a sea of glass, Like crystal, this is what you should expect to see in heaven. And what about worship? There's a a beast like a lion and a calf and a man and a flying eagle. And and then they're full of eyes and they rest not. And all they say is, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. And these beasts give glory, honor, and thanks to him that sat on the throne, who live forever and ever. And even the 24 elders, they bow down and worship and cast their thrones, their crowns before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, For Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure they are and were created. So, in heaven there's worship, and in heaven there's clarity of why all things exist. And they all things exist because they were created for the pleasure of the Creator. No one's confused in heaven. Amen? Also in heaven there's a book written and it has is sealed with seven seals. So that's in heaven. But we have a lot going on in heaven. So it also appears that when we say I want to go to heaven, I want to go to heaven, I want to go to heaven, I'm not certain if you realize that heaven is also a place where the gospel is released. Um, Revelation 14 chapter, I believe I saw that this morning. Hold on one second. And it says, um, the sixth verse, and I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach upon them that dwell on the earth to every nation kindred, tongue, and people. So, in heaven, the gospel is being released to come to earth. Why? Because God is such a good God, a, a God that loves judgment and righteousness, and he desires that none should perish. And so, therefore, before judgment, he is being sure that the gospel, which is there is salvation, there is a way to escape from the judgment and the wrath that is coming from God, from Satan, the accuser, and from Jesus. There is an avenue of escape. Not only that, you can be reconciled again with the Creator. And the price has already been paid for you It is just a matter of receiving the gospel. Amen. And so what the Lord has done is made certain that the gospel will be released to all that dwell upon the earth, that all shall have an opportunity to um, receive the gospel. Amen. And so heaven has a lot of activity going on. Um, The purpose for the release of the gospel, as I said, is to give glory to the Lord for the hour of God's judgment is near. The other thing that um, is happening in heaven, it's a lot going on in heaven. So it's not a place like we see on TV where uh, there's little baby angels floating around and singing and clouds. No, no it appears that heaven is preparing for war. So going to heaven means that you're going to be strong and virile and a part of the plan of God to overcome and overthrow the kingdom of darkness. Heaven is a very active place. Wow. I'm learning too today. Revelations, the 8th chapter, talks about how um the tenth verse that there fell a great star from heaven. So heaven's going to release a big star burning as it were a lamp. It fell upon the third part of the rivers. Maybe that's an asteroid. And uh the name of the star is called Wormwood, and the third part of the waters. Became with Many people died of the waters because they were made bitter. A lot is going on in heaven. When we say, I want to go to heaven, I just want to go to heaven. I know in our minds we're thinking about escaping from sadness, depression, confusion, uh, just so much. Uh, demons, unclean spirits just so much we want to run away from and go to a place of serenity and peace. And yes, joy and worship and dancing and singing, all of that is in heaven as well. But heaven is also a place where there is um, a wedding being prepared. If we go over to Revelations, the 19th chapter, And we see here where uh, it says, 19th chapter, and starting at, I would say the... the Okay, we can start from the seventh verse. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him for the marriage of the Lamb is come and his wife hath made herself ready. So going to heaven means that you and I are preparing for our marriage as the church that has now become the bride to the Lamb, which is Jesus, the Son of Man, Son of God. A lot is going on in heaven. Uh, We would expect to be arrayed in clean and white linen, which is righteousness. And then heaven opens up and someone's sitting on a white horse. Who is that someone? Jesus. Jesus. He's called faithful and true. And in righteousness, as Revelation 19, chapter 11, verse, does he judge and make war? We are going to heaven, ultimately, to prepare to be married, to prepare for battle, prepare to reign with Jesus. That's why we're going to heaven. So we're not going to stay there in heaven forever and do nothing. No, we have an assignment. We'll go to heaven. We'll come back to earth as a part of the army. Let me just read that. Revelations 19 chapter. Starting at the 13th verse, it talks about how he's clothed with a vesture dipped in blood. And his name is called the Word of God. And the armies, we're the armies, guys. Which were, which were in heaven, followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen. And he has on a vesture and on his thigh a name written King of Kings and Lord of Lords. We are going to heaven for preparation. Preparation for marriage. Preparation for war and additionally to come back to earth Revelations 20th chapter so that we can reign with Christ with Jesus the anointed one over the earth because back in the days of the towel of Babel when the entire earth was in union against God and God himself came down and Confounded and confused the language and divided mankind and reserved one for himself, Abraham, through which the deliverer came through that lineage. But the others were dispersed, 17 nations throughout the entire earth, and they were given to the entities that they agreed against God to live by those rules of rebellion and disobedience. But now Jesus comes back with his wife, his bride, in Revelations 19, and um, he overcomes. And what happens in the 20th chapter, the devil, Satan, is bound for a thousand years and cast into the bottomless pit and a seal placed upon him that he should not deceive the nations no more for a thousand years. And then the thrones and those that sat upon them, judgment was given to them and the souls that were beheaded, those that did not worship the beast, nor his image, nor received his mark, they're coming back to earth to live and reign with Christ a thousand years. So maybe that is a subsection of all the many, 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 many trillions of people that have gone to heaven or will have gone to heaven. And perhaps only those that fit that population did not worship the beast, neither his image, his mark, didn't receive it, was beheaded on the thrones. Maybe it's just that subsection. But the, the reality of it is, we're going to heaven, but we're going for purpose not just to fly around, not to sit around heaven all day. Nope, that's not it. And so I want to go back to what I didn't know I was going to talk like that. I wanted to say how in heaven we will serve God as we always wanted to. Revelation 7 chapter says that we will be before the throne of God, serve him day and night in his temple. And Christ will lead us in ever increasing joy. Revelation 7 says the Lamb in the middle of the throne will be our shepherd and he will guide us to the springs of living water. In heaven, all of our pain, sorrow, and so forth will be healed. There will be no such thing, generational curses and all of that. God will wipe away every tear. Revelation 7 chapter. So all the pain and so forth, that will that will be gone. And instead we will have the glory of heaven, the presence of Jesus, the new creation, you know? Uh no death, no mourning, no sins, no temptation, no sickness, no pain, no fear. Yes, that will be in heaven. And and um, but while we're here on earth. Yeah, we are to look up and say, hey, our redemption draw near. But we were given an assignment by Jesus Christ. I'm turning my Bible, and I believe it's Mark. So I think it's the 15th chapter or 16th chapter. I'm almost there. Yes. So before Jesus left, he said, look, here's what to do. While I'm going to prepare that place, you need to be doing this. And that's us. Us being believers. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name, in the name of Jesus They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. It's just funny that that word is there because that was a serpent also in Genesis with Adam and Eve. So even there, God is letting us know that the thing that overcame our ancestors, we, in the name of Jesus, will be able to pick it up and throw it down and step on his head. (laughs) And um, if we drink anything deadly, it shall not harm us, and we shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. We have a lot to do right now, just like we will when we arrive in heaven. There will be great joy, great rejoicing, but we will not be individuals without purpose. We will, if anything, be more perfectly aligned with why did God create you in the first place. So I was going to talk about live today like we are in heaven right now. And uh that makes me go over to Psalms because one of the biggest functions that we will perform in heaven is singing and worship and, you know, rejoicing. And Psalms ninety five says, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise for the Lord is great. A great king above all gods. So there are other small G gods physically, spiritually, and even mentally. In this day and age, we tend to think that these gods don't exist, but I'm here to tell you they never did not exist after they fell from grace and rebelled against the Creator. And they're still around. And I don't want to call their names and give them any praise, but they are in our world today. And many people have built temples, many uh, believers even, worship fallen angels while they still go to church. So, God is great because He's over all. Even the, the deepness of the earth is in His hands. The sea is His. He formed the dry land. So, we are to worship, bow down, let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for He is our God. We are the people of His pasture, the sheep of His hand. So we're to declare his glory to those that do not believe. When God heal you, you need to tell people. God deliver you. Tell people. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He's to be feared above all gods. There's no God, no little G that exists that's greater. Satan is not greater. He's only the accuser of the brethren. But he's not greater than God. These are all idols' image. And and the Bible tells us in Psalms 97 that these people will be confounded that serve graven images that boast uh, of idols, <laughs> they have a, um, a revelation coming that they may not be prepared for. So we are to... Worship the Lord because the Lord is high above all the earth. He's exalted far above all gods. And it's so funny that back in the days of David and so forth, they knew about all this idolatry over in the Western world where we are living America. We tend not to know so much about this. However, because of immigration, Many, 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 many gods are now in the land of America. So, love the Lord. The Lord reigns. He he sits between the cherubim. He's great. So, here's what we are to do while we are on earth. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Serve the Lord with gladness. Sing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God enter into his gates with thanksgiving to his courts with praise for the Lord is good. His mercy, everlasting truth, endure to all generations. And you and I, if we overcome, God does so much for us. He'll make a pillar in the temple of his God. And um, he'll write upon you and I, the name of our God and the name of the city, the new Jerusalem, and even his name, he will write upon us. So funny that the enemy wants to do the mark of the beast, but God has a mark that will reunite you with him, will give you assurance that your DNA includes the blood of the lamb. Amen? And uh, what is uh, Jesus' new name? I, I think it's the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So while we're living on earth, the keys to living as if we're in heaven, okay? And I know today I gave a description of what's going on in heaven. So it doesn't seem like it's just a big blob. No, it's not. It's very, very well structured. (laughs) So what should you and I do until we get there? Well, be servants, okay? Declare the word of the Lord constantly That you are healed, healed by Jesus stripes. That you are the beloved. That you are the children of God. That you are a new creature. Behold, all things are made new. Okay. That you have covenant. That you have an inheritance, joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Confess your sins and faults and repent, as led by Holy Spirit. Believe the word. The work. That Jesus did on the cross. Amen. Believe that the creator raised him from the dead. Worship and sing unto the creator and be thankful and know inside your heart that God is good, merciful, and that he's the truth. Amen. And um, at the end of everything, just stand. Stand. Stand in your faith. Stand. Stand knowing that God is real, Jesus is real, Holy Spirit is our comforter. Father God, I pray that today we received your word, Lord God, and know that heaven is real and it is a destiny that we should desire to go to. But Father, as we wait, God, we are to be busy doing what you have given us to do, the great commandment. Lord, I thank you today that you are so good. Bless your people. Save souls that release the anointing and the fire, the power of the Holy Ghost, God, upon radio land so that more can be drawn to your word, to your spirit, and to your love. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Can't wait to see you next week. God bless you. Bye.